Shell show. He's the host that is going to drop an actual bombshell, one which gets my pantalones tighter than a rivet on the fender of a classic Ford Bronco. He's slim. This is the Paper Keg program. Uh, joining you this episode 172. I'm sorry, 272. Whoops. Welcome to the show. You know, it's getting crazy up in here. Not unlike our Instagram DMs of old school Broncos. That's all we do anymore. But this is the Paper Keg Show. Three folks get together. I prefer barely to, acquaintances. Uh, <laughs> to talk about comic books. This Three week, round lives. table. <laughs> round table episode... We read books. We're going to talk about them separately together. And then we'll read your letters live to tape to close out the show. You know, uh, three hosts on this show. Three living hosts. One's dead. God rest his soul. Hashtag RIP Mark. Still alive. That hashtag, not him, he's dead. But uh, we have VP of just about everything. You know, Silver Fox, the people's champ. Mm. Uh, uh, podcast bad boy, he's been called. Not for about 100 episodes or so has he been a quote-unquote bad boy. Right. You know? Uh, Dale underscore a welcome back to the show. Cleaning up my imagery much like one Andrew Carnegie post- 1895 Johnstown Flood when he was a member of the South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club who owned the dam on Connemaw Lake that broke and flooded out Johnstown. Everybody blamed the South Fork Fork Fishing and Gunning Club. Andrew Carnegie distanced himself from the club, cleaned up his image, started opening libraries. Carnegie Hall, New York City, Underscore A, you, me, I don't know. <laughs> Dale, so far I'm down the Rockefeller rabbit hole. I, uh, what are you reading an audible uh, on Andrew Carnegie's Life and Times? No, no, no. Carnegie, according to Dale. Carnegie, because that's the way you say it. Specifically on the Johnstown flood of 1895. Uh, Johnstown, wow. Pennsylvania. Get this. Uh, as, I, as, I, as I tend to the wound on my thumb from the pinky toe slashing I gave it just now as I was talking <laughs> to you guys. Uh, Conum- Two weeks in a row we were talking about Dale's feet on this. <laughs> Conama Lake. Lake, nearly three miles wide by one mile long. The dam breaks. All that water goes rushing down the valley straight to Johnstown. Wasn't much of a Johnstown after that. Heartbreaking story. 
heartbreaking uh, thing that really happened. And the book by David McCullough talking about it all. Hashtag book jag. Jag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bleeding to death. Somebody take the reins from me, please. My word. One of the most epic Dale intros in modern paper keg history. (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Something like 300 300 hours of audio we've recorded, and that's the most amazing (laughs) thing I've ever heard. Never experienced anything like what we all just experienced together on paper keg. Final host. He's, uh, you know, there's there's something I wanted to talk about with this host in particular that shocked me. First of all, he's a writer. So right off the bat, we got street cred on this show. We got a writer. Okay? Jonesy loves beer. Welcome to the show. I've composed thousands of tweets. uh, So I guess technically I am published by Twitter.com. I mean, if you, uh, you have that that comic book, uh, check Twitter. It could mm-hmm. be just days could away. Could be just days away. I just want to take a, a brief moment to focus on our previous host. Uh, congratulations, Dale underscore a named People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive. Uh, first <laughs> honor. Feet alive. Uh, first honor in that category. Uh, People's champ, Dale underscore a. Congratulations, Dale. Uh, thank you very much, Jonesy. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> the bone uh, I wanted to pick with Jonesy, bombshell okay. announcement just moments away. Bombshell bone, got it. We'll get to that. Let's get the bone, like shell, bone shell out of the way. Right? All right, I was on the same Scrolling page. through the Facebook app uh, this today, scrolling through uh-huh. it, and I see one of their little slots saying, you might know X, mm-hmm. and I see... The name, the real name, of none other than one Jonesy loves beer. What? So I pose to you, sir. What is happening? You know in your I, world that you're not discussing with your yeah. dear friends. I, what's, what's I up actually capacity. I've broached this topic with you, saying Facebook has been sending me emails saying, "Do you know these people?" And I don't have Facebook. To which you said, "They'll get you." So right. I don't like have a those, profile. Just like those voters registration people. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the, the, the break we were expecting. Maybe this is how Jonesy registered. He signed up for Facebook somehow. And they now, I registered to vote as a what? I don't I, know how you vote. Well, Nobody knows. I think I'd like to chime in. And I'm going to tell you, Jonesy, that since I'm the one with the best memory on the show, <laughs> I happen to know for a fact that at one point in time... You did need a Facebook account to sign up for TimeHop. Oh, that's true. I oh, did come together. up with a dummy plug oh, system to get TimeHop. Uh-huh. Mm. Mr. Bonesy McGee. Yeah. You can uh, bleep that out if you need to. Yeah. Labored chuckle. Jonesy, I, right before we get to the bombshell announcement, just remind us a roundtable episode. We're going to talk about a host of books we read this week. Couple, mm-hmm. couple books. Jonesy, your skin pigmentation right now is... It's off the charts. I don't, I don't understand. What's the opposite of a black hole? Yeah. Is there some kind of just white light that we're all just pouring into right now? There you go. That, that's better right there, right? A little better? Uh, that the is, star child. Star child. <laughs> now we, it's can, full we of can't stars. see your mouth. Matt, it's only when you speak your bright yellow room 
on my monitor just so like there's a Dale, you talk for a little bit. Mine. Dale, you talk for a little bit. Yes, it's me talking, testing Google Hangouts. Oh yeah, Jonesy's yeah, Jonesy's uh face is less bright now. I don't know. We'll have to get the interns to just crunch the skin numbers. Uh if we may, let's get into it right now. You know, paper keg. Man. Everything's first of all, everything's gonna be fine, everybody. Right. Paper keg, you know, the brain trust got together earlier. I'm just going to throw a phrase out to you just to throw some cold water on yourself and your nethers. Paper Guys, keg. It's fine. Paper keg winter break. Okay? Just let it sink in. Let it marinate. Pull off the road if you need to. Karate. Okay? Karate. Pull over or jog Every- over, whatever, however you're transporting yourself. So ne- next week after this roundtable episode, we're going to do one more uh, episode for the year 2016, we're going to go on paper keg winter break. We're going to recharge. You know, our lives are getting obviously busier during Christmas. Jonesy has his mystery job. Mm-hmm. Dale has his mystery job. I've, and have. I have a very public job. You know, everyone knows things are getting real busy, you know, doing video stuff and all this. Mm. Jobbies, read more books, you know. We got to take a little break breaky poo right to return recharged 2017 you know if we're still friends by then if if we're still friends as you know we only talk during this show so as of after this recording we will probably not be talking for the rest of 2016 but we do have our kids are getting older you know jonesy and i have two kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. jonesy's work as you know redacted 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 for the Christmas season. I only have 600 more hours of redacted until Christmas. I'm pretty excited about that. British Marion. British Marion. Jeffrey Winger. <laughs> so it's just something that we uh, came together with. Uh, something that we thought might be good for our juices. Our creative juices. Our mm. tiredness juices. Yeah. Our <laughs> juices. You know? <laughs> I'm not even sure you can say that. I'm yeah, I'm not sure you can say that either. Our marriage health. <laughs> Jesus. It's going to be even better when I beep the <laughs> part out. People are going to be like, man, what did he say right there? <laughs> yeah, so it's, you know, it's just Such something Such a fool for him. We, we haven't done it in five, coming on six years. I think it's going to be good for our, the crow's feet next to our eyes. For the bags, mm-hmm. for the friendship juices. Yeah. It's much Me better to have a planned hiatus than an accidental little Jonesy canceling the show hiatus. Right. Jonesy's telling people to eat acid dye mm-hmm. live on the air. Right. Uh, Look, it was hot in that room. I had had a Vicodin. Oh, my word. Jonesy, we can get you help. If One Vicodin every six years. I'm addicted. <laughs> and to, to, to go back on my previous comment, to return in 2017 i don't want people thinking like oh that's a vague slim double meaning he didn't never said when they're going to come back 2017 could be mid 2017 no all right stop it right get that out of your head you worry wart stop Everyone trying to cool be out. stop trying to be like a panicked resident of johnstown pennsylvania with a wall of water coming at you and the carnegie's the Carnegie's you got distance. Andrew the- Carnegie. <laughs> <laughs> like it was his damn to begin with. 
you know, uh, I don't know what made me think. Is there an eight nineteen eighties movie actor, Sam Saint Elmo's Fire, Rat Pack, Carnegie? No, Michael Carnegie, someone. No, some young, squirrely looking dude. He looks like uh, Michael C. Hall. Dana. No, um, the guy that was on. Uh, uh, was that Tommy Dexter? Boy? What's that actor? David Spade. Brian Dennehy. David Spade. Talk, well, Rob Lowe was in <laughs> Brian Denny. <laughs> what are you? You're, what are you talking say about? Say Rat Pack, Saint Elmo's Fire, and Tommy Boy. And you think Brian Denny? Carnegie. Come on, Denny. <laughs> <laughs> there was a young actor in the Rat Pack, skinny blonde. The Brat Pack. I'm sorry, the Brat Pack. Brat Pack. I'm sorry, Brat Pack. Okay, I apologize. Uh, anywho, I watched Teen Wolf. For like the first oh, the time original Team Wolf, maybe ever. Mm. Yeah, God, that movie's great. You know, coincidentally, because we're such friends, it flows through us. Last yeah. week, I, I saved it because I don't tweet as much anymore. But I was looking for Teen Wolf gifts, and I had completely forgotten. There's like five seasons of the stupid TV show, so you can't just find Teen Wolf movie gifts anymore because they've been mm. taken over the by show. the show. Mm. I, I got the in, the intern just got back to me. The actor in question that I was trying to name when you said Andrew Carnegie was none other than Andrew McCarthy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. Makes sense. still not Carnegie, but I feel I feel mm-hmm. to see your point on that one. Mm-hmm. Was he in Teen Wolf, Slim? <laughs> no, he wasn't. I have no idea why. He the star out. of Teen Wolf Two, T O O. A young Jason Bateman. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hey. What is that? What is that thing that you do hey. when you add hey, hey question uh, mark? It's actually from uh, Lethal Weapon 2, the bad guy from South Africa. Every time right. he said something, he says, hey, at the end of it. I don't know. Is that the one where they talk about diplomatic immunity? Yeah, just been revoked. Diplomatic immunity. Great move. Let's do a Lethal Weapon podcast. Let's start a lethal. Let's think of the name over our winter tapping the winter breaks. Lethal weapon four episode podcast. I'm down. Let's do a podcast during winter break that we never release, and it's just an audio file that just sits on a computer. Right. Yeah, <laughs> never. The servers, just the servers, host it. Right. Should we get into uh, the roundtable? Any closing thoughts on the PK winter break 2016? Yeah, it's just for 2016. It's coming back after the new year. I mean, the only comment I want to make is there's a lot of unnecessary chafing by Dale over there. We all agree we come back the first week of January. Yeah, okay. Yeah, first well, week-ish. Yeah, first week-ish. You know, but, well, definitely Q1. Show's canceled, 17. guys. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody, that's what they're trying to get at. They were just trying to soften the blow. The show is done. All right? That's Listen, what they I'm wanted saying, to That's what they've been wanting to say. It's always been our plan when to I do first, 273 episodes. <laughs> When I first saw Jonesy's reaction to the idea of a PK winter break, I've never seen jeans fly across a room so fast <laughs> off of one's legs. I know. It's like uh, his uh, his podcasting room was hit by the John's Jonestown flood. You know, and you should see this hand symbols he's making right now. It's inappropriate. Grotesque. It's inappropriate. The grotesqueries <laughs> in that room. Who wants to start off on a book that they had read this week in this, keeping in mind, this is a shorter show. I'm not going to just forget that. Now that Dale's been dragging <laughs> out this segment for 15-aught minutes, 
shorter show, roundtable episode, short show, Jonesy Loves Like her. after the first night when the sun went down. On Johnstown. Flooded piles of rubble and rubbish burning, floating amongst on top of the new lake formed where Johnstown used to be. Carnegie walking the shores, surveying the damage. The men who built America. Marco Cicchetto. Mm. Charles C. Oman. Those names do anything for you? Mm, they do, actually. How about I'm, Anakin Skywalker? Oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> That's quite a foursome, hey? Oh, boy. So, Star Wars, Obi-Wan and Anakin, Charles C. Oman, Volume 1. You know, uh, recently showed Jack... Uh, episodes four and five. Crazy Star Wars fan. Read a Star Wars books. I love Charles the Sea Old Man. Mark uh, Chachetto. Amazing artwork. I figure, can the story live up? Mm-hmm. It's a very strange book. Uh-oh. Um, Obi-Wan and Anakin get called to a remote world. That's kind of like um, they're in their post-apocalypse. Like the world has is, is come to an end and there's like uh, vying groups called the open and the closed. And there are two factions kind of like uh, vying for rule over the planet. But because of the destructive war like technology, there's not a lot of people that can still fix it. So Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin show up on this world and uh, basically, they're they're marooned almost instantly, with no way to contact the uh, Jedi people to come get them. So they must Jedi AAA. Try yeah. <laughs> Jedi Lojack is off. Uh, sw- is switched in the off position. Uh, so the the interesting part about uh, this book, which well, I thought was interesting, was. Like Charles Seoman must have played a ton of Gamma World in college <laughs> because it's very like people fly around in like Zeppelin like airships. Uh, technology is like borrowed or stolen, and Anakin is revered as a semi godlike figure because he can repair, not because he's a Jedi, but because he can repair technology. Uh, fun fact I forgot that Anakin built. C-3PO and that's a thing that exists so that's right what the, little known fact the uh, the best parts of the book besides like the uh, window dressing of like um, Gamma World is there's a lot of flashbacks to Anakin kind of being mentored by Emperor Palpatine at a young age and kind of shows how his seduction to the dark side which I thought we should have seen in those terrible prequel movies, but Charles C. Oman does perfectly mm. in a, you know, six, I believe, six issue comic book volume one. So good story. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think they do a volume two. I think just this ended and they went to Han Solo and then Princess Leia. I don't think it's an ongoing, and it, it might be. I don't think it is because the last issue concludes the overall overall story and then I think they're back to they transition in episode two Attack of the Clones 
So great, uh, great volume though. If you like uh, Charles Seoman, he's a great writer. The art makes uh, every lightsaber battle amazing. Every every splash page is a a treat to look at. And the special mention: the colors by uh, Andre Mosa. You know, it's not easy to make a white laser sword look good in a comic book, and I thought that was done quite expertly in this book. Hmm. Hard to hear first. Hmm. You did. I don't know if is it as good as Chichetto's Punisher run. No. Answer is no. Remember Rucka Keg? Oh, God. One of the greatest living episodes. We should release that every week for the next four or five weeks while we're off. Just the same episode? <laughs> yes. That would be pretty funny re-releasing, like, Best Of, like, Howard Best Of. They put out, like, yeah. an old episode. Like, we should re-release, like, a random... Well, there's three of us. We would call it Be Accountable. We could, we could pick one episode to re-release. And we do a five-minute intro as to why it's our favorite episode. Oh, boy. Now we're getting into some work. We got to sit and record. Come on, Jonesy. This is supposed to be a break. Right. You know? <laughs> Not something special. I got it. Okay, guys. My producer Not something air. special? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> uh, yeah. Idiot I'll call, F. I'll, I'll leave a voicemail. Jonesy, you can record by voicemail. Add that to a file. You can take care of it, yeah. right? You can get Listen, all this guys, stuff. this is a break. You were right. This is a break. This isn't any kind of work. <laughs> All right. I'll go second here. Mother Panic from the Young Animal line, which I maybe is a subdivision of Vertigo, which is a subdivision of DC. Uh, Mother Panic. So this is like the, you're getting into some wacky Vertigo territory with this with this line of comics. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. Number one was that last month. What well, last month? I loved it. The new Doom Patrol was in this line. Mm-hmm. If you're into that, Grant Morrison. If you're into Grant Morrison, Mother Panic e, uh, has Tommy Lee Edwards on art. So if you want to oh, paint a yeah. picture there, oh yeah. And it follows a young rich girl coming back to Gotham for some reason and lo and behold she's also a vigilante shocker not not sure what her her vigilante name is could be mother panic i don't know she looks pretty cool though she kind of looks like um the lead character in mark millar's reborn with greg capullo but white Mm -hmm. and uh so she gets in she gets mixed up into some shenanigans in gotham city where there's some kind of funky art dealer. Uh, uh, it's very strange. I mean, all the books in Young Young Animal are very strange, but it's an enjoyable strange. So I, I, I can't, you can't wrap your head around what's really happening yet in the first issue. So it kind of makes you want to come back for more. But there's some kind of artist weaving, creating works of art, and there's this guy selling it. And it's you haven't seen the art necessarily, but it, there's something shocking about it. So this art dealer, at least from what I can tell, the art dealer shows the piece of work to his bodyguard, who I'm presuming is also his lover. And the bodyguard like is so shocked by the art that he, the art dealer, realizes he made a big mistake and then decides to like have the bodyguard killed 
Mm. So he's like, I shouldn't have shown him. I made a big mistake. So he goes on the run and the lead protagonist rescues him. And he's like, you have to help me. And she doesn't really care. She's, she is not involved. You don't really know if she's really like a good guy or she's just kind of a D bag vigilante. He's like, you have to help me. It's kids. And then you're kind of left with a cliffhanger of whether or not she'll decide to help or not. Um, I really liked it. It's your kids, Marty. <laughs> Something's got to be done about your kids. Marty, it's your kids. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> Marty. Boy, that third movie stunk. Huh? Yeah. The Wild Ooh. West. Crapper. Jeez, right what, the a crapper. Marty. what a stinker. Marty, we're in the Wild West, Marty. That's it's a, your kids. <laughs> I think it's what he says. <laughs> in fact. How about the? Do you uh, watch the most recent Westworld, Jonesy? Oh yes. Did you have any idea that? Um, spoilers, Jonesy. Holy man! Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to bleep out the last thirty seconds there. Bleep it out. I'm oh, sorry, bleep it out of my mind you, as well. Dale, have you been watching? Bleep, well, I mean, bleep it out of my mind. Too. And do you know who I refer to when I said? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that that was even close to spoiled territory. Uh, Dale underscore. What did you read this week? Look. Let's cut to the chase. Hot on the heels brass tacks. of the stupendous deal where you could have gotten all 60-some-odd issues of Rachel Rising for $30 mm. on the comicbookshop.comicsology.com. Terry Moore goes ahead and releases a new first issue of a new comic. Motor Girl number one. Mm. This is Terry Moore's mm. new adventure, new mm. idea that he's had brewing since, like, he wanted to do this comic right after Strangers in Paradise. Whoa. And he's, uh, you know, and things kind of, you percolated. know, moved into his brain space, percolated differently. So he's just getting to release, release it now. Terry Moore does this great thing where it's, like a very slice of lifey kind of storyline intermingled with like an absurd like extra thing that's kind of wild like Rachel Rising was about a, dir- a girl Rachel that returned from the grave and had, had these people surrounded her that were like really kind of slice of lifey and hu- very human and funny Motor Girl is much the same where a girl who has served three tours some sort of military function works at a junkyard and she's kind of like not, she she comes off as not being happy completely with her life she uh, she could do better she thinks she could do better and the prospect comes where you know the owner this old lady who owns the junkyard shows up and she's like I got to sell her somebody wants to buy it and uh, and the girl's like starts to panic because like maybe she's too afraid to do anything else. You know what I mean? Like this is all she knows. Maybe she's all talk. She's not ready to go out into the big blue after the after uh, this the possibility of selling the junkyard. So the old lady's like, you know, think on it. Think overnight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Somebody really wants to buy this place, and. She works at the junkyard with a coworker, and the coworker just happens to be a gorilla who is to walks and talks 
dresses up and one night well the same night that she's supposed to be thinking over the sale of the junkyard these uh aliens come in a little flying saucer and they're like raiding the junkyard for parts and they help they wake up and they run out and they basically repair the ufo and that's how the uh, the issue ends and um it was very, I mean, it's cool because Terry Moore can write conversations. He can write interactions between people. Probably one of the best uh, as far as convert, like human sounding conversations and the way people speak to each other. And it's, you know, Terry Moore art. It's a great, uh, great little issue. It's, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Hmm. Not as heavy, wonder, not as horrific as Rachel Rising. I wonder uh, why he didn't choose this one before Rachel Rising. Maybe Rachel Rising mm-hmm. was more commercial. I don't know. Or maybe they felt he felt like that was going to be a hit. Yeah, that's. I, I, I'll I'll check the back of the book. He does. He never quite got into why he went from Echo to Rachel Rising to all that and never doing this. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So that's it. Terry Moore. He, I mean, who knows? It's, this could go on for another. This this beauty could go on for 60 issues. He could take this story anywhere. So I'm excited to see where it goes. He, I mean, he'll he'll take a, a series and run with it for a while. I love he'll it. take you there. He'll take you there. He'll take you there. I'll take you there. Jonesy loves beer. We all knew I was going to talk about this book. Jason Aaron. Mm. Olivia Corbell. As Slim would say. They came together to revisit the Odin Sun in the Unworthy Thor issue one. So Thor, you know, he's he's killing some trolls as Thor does. And he flashes back to the moon where uh where after Uatu, the observer observer, that's just not the observer as you might have thought all these years. <laughs> Uh, he's the watcher, Uatu. He's murdered in cold blood. You know, they whisper in Thor's ear, dirty little secret, drops the hammer, can't lift it. You know, he's just a, one of the ruffians. Jane Foster picks up that hammer, becomes Thor. She's been Thor for a couple of years. I mean, good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So what about your friend Thor who sleeps on your couch two nights a week because he's got nowhere to go? You know, he wears an old red flannel. He's got yarn yarn. His axe. You know, he's just he's he's down on his luck. Well, the new watcher guy on the couch, Thor. Guy on the couch, <laughs> Thor. You know, the the lesser known that. of the Thors. Uh, she's like, hey, bud. Uh, you know, there's like a second hammer, right? And he's like, tell Doth, tell me more of this. And uh, the ultimate universe collapses, as we all know. And uh, the other Mjolnir, like, sunk, synced up with the Wi-Fi of the regular Mjolnir. And it crossed universes, and it's crashed somewhere. So she's like, you should go check it out. Because maybe you can... Who's saying this to Thor? This is the new watch. She's not not called the Watcher anymore. She's called... uh, just the new out, watcher. Just edit out this pause while I uh, get this character's name. Uwata. 
Oh no, I, yeah, that's uh, not it. Uh, her uh, name, her name is um, uh, flipping through here. Da 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 da. Please edit this out. Yeah, there's another. Oh, okay. When once there was a watcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, she is the unseen. Mm-hmm. The unseen. Huh. Okay, and the unseen's uh-huh. like, yo, bro, get this other hammer. It's an Asgard. So he gets on his flying um, oxen, and uh, they go, and Asgard's Look, not there. Respect where respect is due. Toothnasher, the mighty ram. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so happy to have you correct that me. Sounds, that sounds before. more professional than, uh, what did you call it, the, the oxen? The oxen. The oxen. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I thought Babe the Blue Ox, uh, but it is Tooth Nasher. You're right. He's a ram. Uh, so Asgard's not there. It's been stolen in a heist. And right. uh, Beta Ray Bill gets there at the same time. Uh, Thor's, if you remember, uh, the the most missed opportunity in comics is not naming <laughs> Beta Ray Bill Thor's. Uh, he goes, hey, I heard you lost your hammer. It's been a couple years. You need to find Asgard. Take mine. Mm. And the issue ends on a cliffhanger. So it's uh, pretty entertaining. You remember Jason Aaron did probably one, probably the most likable Thor run on this show. Mm. You know? Mm. Thor, and, God uh, of Thunder, volumes one and two. He's back for uh, another go at it. And uh, me being me, I'm going to grab my Thors and give it a ride. Mm-hmm. Well, then to be fair, I don't think Jason Aaron has really left Thor. He's been writing it since then. So anyway. <laughs> uh, Somebody gift he's back. eyes. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Aaron is back on Thor <laughs> since God of Thunder, volume two. Note to self, Slim, once again, no sells my uh, energy <laughs> for a new book. At least this way we, we avoid people correcting Paper Keg the Hole Listen, on Twitter after the show posts. Right. Like, hey, uh, it's never been a priority for me to get facts exactly right. He's so, back. Nor, nor do I really pay attention to when I get corrected. So the, the, the new watcher. The Unseen. The Unseen mm-hmm. tells Thor. Listen, it sounds great. Obviously, I love it. But the new watcher tells Thor, hey, there's a, there's a second hammer that no one else knew about but me. And then when he gets there, someone stole it. No, she says the ultimate universe hammer. Oh. Synced up with the regular hammer. Got it. And I thought that there was just like, oh, there's been a second mule. No, 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 no. The ultimate. The last... Remember the, the ultimate uh, Secret Wars. hammer yeah. was both hammer and axe. Mm. Right. An mm. old aged uh, Vince Neil Thor from the Ultimate Universe had it. Well, now he it's looked, in. He looked better than old Vince Neil. Well, I said, you know, he did look good. He looked like a biker, like Biker Thor. On a steel Thor's he rides. <laughs> My word. Oh, man. He's, 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 he's fist pumping the. <laughs> Jonesy had a hammer, the mighty Mjolnir in his hand. Just now he would have called upon yarn, down the yarn. thunder. He would have called upon the mighty oxen on a yarn beard. <laughs> anyway, it was really good. I recommend it to those All right. folks. On the topic of sexy... Oh, do you have something to say, Dale? Sorry. Well, as I, I was just going to try to uh, kind of combine 
books because I as well read it. And I got it. <laughs> He's back. I got to tell you. No, uh, it was it was nice. This is the first Thor I've read a couple, like the first couple issues of the Jane Foster runs of of Thor, but um, it was cool to, and he references it in the back of the book, but it's kind of like one huge long Thor story, but it's broken down as such to where every one of his uh, quick chapters of Thor have been like very digestible and this first issue was like you haven't you don't have to know anything about the rest of Jason Aaron's run even though Thor God of Thunder is probably the best run of of all time ever but it's a it does it catches everybody up in such a manner that it just tells us epic tale and it's still got so much B.A. Tooth Nasher is in it for the love the trolls are in it. I mean, Thor just loves busting up trolls. Like, that's the favorite thing oh. that I like to see. Dale, since you're right, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Thor's black hand, is that a remnant of when he lost his arm and you replaced it with the god killer's weapon? Yeah, the, um, I forget the name of the material. Yeah. Oot, oot. It was made from like children's tears or something like that. Yeah, I think the me- I think the, like the meteorites called like Uatu or Uru. I forget what it's called, but Uatu, yes. the Watchers metal. Yes, he's in such a state that yeah, he has a a black fake arm, tooth nasher. I and mean, just read it for tooth nasher. Like <laughs> I love the regal, majestic, ba look. Of Tooth Nasher in every in every time he appears, Dale's uh, lobbying for an eight page backup at every Marvel uh, comic this month of Tooth Nasher. I'm lobbying my brain because after I saw that panel, I'm like, I don't know whatever commission is next. It's going to be Thor and Tooth Nasher. I don't know who I'm getting it from, but I'm getting it from somebody. Umberto Ramos. <laughs> Ooh, I need to see some animal uh, stylings of Umberto. I need to see like possible. Ram before I commit to an Umberto. <laughs> Dale, Dale, dear Umberto, this is Dale. Please send some rough drafts of you drawing a ram. <laughs> I need my ram to be B.A. DaleAPaperCake.com. That'll, that'll go over well, I think. Uh, I, think I, was was, gonna say, I think it was speak- an episode of DuckTales where Tooth Nasher and his brother, it's a long time ago, but the two, the two rams, even in DuckTales, I loved. Tooth Nasher and Tooth Masher, possibly. Yeah. Grinder, that, Tooth Grinder? Tooth Grinder? Hmm. We'll get the intern on it. Some, please. Uh, sexy Bearded Men. I'm listening. Is where I went. I kept on Jonesy's uh, sexy shirtless man train. As only mm-hmm. wait, Olivier Coppel. Can draw. Mm-hmm. I read Klaus from one Mr. Grant Morrison oh. and Dan Mora, the real origin story of one Mr. Santa Claus. You ever heard about this book? You ever seen this? I've heard about it. Yeah, I was, I'm curious. Is it? It's new, right? It's like this year. Yeah, it's this year. I think the collected version just came out, so I went back to the first few issues, 
it doesn't read like a Grant Morrison book at all. Oddly, thank like God. He felt, it felt. Oh my, Jonesy, come on, my word, Jonesy does not. Jonesy's negativity is not a representation of Paper Cake twenty sixteen. I feel like okay, you folks, have to say that a lot. I feel okay. like you have to trot that out at least once every three episodes. I mean, unless we're talking about Transmet, in which, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so Klaus, Claus, I don't know how you want to pronounce it, is you you, you follow this, sec- it's just Thor with dark hair. You're following a Thor with dark hair. Instead of Asgard, it's like olden times, you know, Guard. random Osgard. <laughs> it's just the guard or of guard. He uh, comes upon this city with his wolf, and he's got some skins to trade. He's like, let me in. I need a place to stay. Oh, and Dale is parting his kimono right now, talking about an old-time furrier. Is he a dwarf? It's a wolf. He's a wolf. I said wolf. Wolf. Uh, he took okay. got to get that out, babe. <laughs> I thought that slipped past the radar, but did uh wolf uh white wolf so it's like the dogs from uh, that game of thrones television show mm, dire wolf i'm here i'm listening he gets into the town no men around he's like okay that's kind of weird and he's like let me go into this old bar that i used to go into back in the day he's like barkeep where's all the dudes at and they're like oh they're working in the mines it's like okay what happened to the old bartender oh he asked too many questions he's dead Ugh. And uh, so the, some some security guards come in, get a wind of this cat, tell him to come on outside. We want to talk about your your stuff you wanted to sell. It's already been dispersed among amongst the other soldiers. He gets kicked out of there. So the the, the town there's there's no joy in Question, the town. Soldiers are men or women? The soldiers are men. Okay. And there's no joy in the town. Some kid starts playing with a, a rock in his hand. They get they beat up the kid because they think it's a toy. No toys allowed for these kids. Wow. So Klaus gets kicked out. He's like, something funky's going on there. I'm going to find out. Right. Uh, it, it's very strange because he goes to with his wolf, his white wolf, and they rest by the fire, and he starts playing music on like a flute, and he's taking some kind of magic serum to heal his wounds. Mm-hmm. And while he's playing the magical flute, some kind of weird forest entities arrive, and through the power of music I and love... serum. He forms toys. He wakes up in the morning. Wow. He's, he's constructed these wooden toys. So he gets into the castle and he disperses the toys. And the, the uh, not the king, but the prince, the evil prince uh, is like pissed. He's trying to figure out how this is happening. The prince has a son. Klaus might know the prince's wife from a previous encounter. And uh, it's just a very strange departure for Grant Morrison, I felt like. Like, if you could have told me it wasn't Grant Morrison, I would have believed you. Mm. Didn't read, like, a funky, psychedelic Grant Morrison. It felt like a very strange, like, Santa Claus book. Let I don't me, know how to describe it. Let, let me try to rephrase what you just said. It didn't feel like a funky book. It was just about a guy who, through the power of magic and love, play, plays a pan flute and creates toys. And that doesn't sound like a Grant Morrison book to you? It doesn't. It doesn't at all. Jonesy, have you ever heard of Santa Claus? A magical man who uh, attempts to deliver toys to children once a year? No, Does please tell me more about it. crazy to you, Jonesy? Please, mansplain some more about it to me. 
Sometimes a man needs to get mansplained, Jodzy. <laughs> if if two men mansplain, does it cancel each other out? I think uh, one of us disappears forever. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dale underscore A. It's your turn, I think. Uh, yeah, Unworthy Thor number one. That was... Um, oh, that's one. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So when I said in the hangout, can I have Unworthy One? You could have said no, and I would have read another book. No, absolutely not. I mean, it was yours. I just, you know. It was more of a demand than a request, Jonesy. It was a I, plea. I said, let me make a plea. Believe it or not, I said, oh, that came out. I need to read that. And then I read mm. that because I knew I would love it equally as much. And, uh, um, you know, maybe I, I didn't have time to read another book after flabbergasted that. by your love of Tooth Nasher. We need to talk offline all things Tooth Nasher. My God, the horns, the majestic, like, <laughs> horns. We don't read letters in these episodes, right? Correct. The table? Okay. We do not. Next week, big show. Big, huge show. We, should, we probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but hopefully everyone stuck around. We're going to put it to the Twitter. Mm-hmm. What should we read as our final book club of 2016? You know, before we take our winter paper cake winter break. Or ever. No, we're not doing Transmetropolitan, so just don't even waste your breath. Okay. <laughs> God. I'm going to have to edit out some of Jonesy's vom noises. <laughs> I mean. I'll give it a break. I'll tap the vom breaks. <laughs> Tapping the bomb yeah, breaks. Yeah, right. I don't believe it. So if you have a suggestion, Twitter us. Don't put it on our Facebook page. Dale hasn't managed our our Facebook presence in a few years. He's on a Facebook break for for our brand. It's winter. It's been winter it's for a long time on our Facebook page. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. What a show. Yeah, let's cultivate that. Let's go. Let's <laughs> let's pressure Dale to start cultivating that audience no, again. I wasn't trying to prod you to you to do our Facebook. Mm-hmm. We don't have time. That's why we're going on winter break. Okay. Okay. Dale wants to go on winter break right now. He's done. He's finished. I tell you. I mean, the last three minutes of this episode. You know how I could tell you've had enough, Dale. Whenever you look off screen and you've decided <laughs> to focus on anything but the monitor. Mm-hmm. That's what I can tell you. Off screen from the moment Jones made that final vom noise. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, like it's you know back to the trans metropolitan thing. All right, it's right, not, I, it's not it. that I like uh, I'm completely. It's like you just go on the attack. I don't ever bring it up. You bring it up. You attack it like uh, you know. So many other changes in, in a man's hearts during this run of PK and Transmetropolitan has remained uh, ick factor number one. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say All it right. right here on the air. Right here on the air. Right. I'm putting a moratorium on my bad-mouthing Transmetropolitan from Jonesy. this point forth. Hugh Jonesy's vom noise. You know, maybe let's let's make a pack, Jonesy, for Dale. I'll do a transmet moratorium. I put it in the Vom Vault. You put Grant Morrison in the Vom Vault wow. as well. 
You know, I'll do a handshake agreement on that. Okay. That's it. That's how much we care about each other. Mm-hmm. That's it. You it's know? friendship, you know? I just want Dale to look at the monitor again. That's all I, I would us. I would give. I would promise anything. Yeah? Anything. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, half the reason I'm not looking into the monitor is because with I'm out of shaving cream, so with this like weird beard thing I have and this chin that's sagging down past the bottom of the... Uh, the laptop that's propped up on my JSA of America omnibus that's on top of a pair of uh, a shoebox, a Merrill shoebox, to get the right mm, height. Merrells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can record my chin all the way down there. <laughs> so. Let us know what we should read next week. We'll see everybody next week. Love you. I'm Era. Do we do a fireside for these? I think we did, right? Yeah, we can. I don't know. We're at like the 90 minute mark on this oh episode. God, I don't know if you want to. Uh, fudge. No, 48 minutes. We're good. Fudge. So what else? I haven't watched any. I haven't watched any new Longmires. Mm. Yeah. Missing out. What have I watched? I have. Uh, yes, I did watch one further. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. I watched what one episode more. did you watch? What was it? The storyline. Um, this is obviously Longmire spoiler territory. Um, Walt thinks Matthias is Hector. Mm. And the cop. The cop. Yeah. Is that yeah. Matthias? Yeah, that's Matthias. Yeah. And um, the, the, Ir- the red Irishman heroin dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is like scares the crap out of me. He's a good actor. He's like a psycho. He's literally a psychopath. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he, the Ferg volunteered to transport him to whatever. I had a few thoughts about that ending. And uh, obviously, heroin dealer King Pin Number One has people that like stops him on the highway. So. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> Um, my thoughts are long term I know it could be an easy kind of comp out but there's kind of like real deal there's really no way that Walt can let Henry go there's really like no way right now the way I see it that their friendship can be saved because Walt is such a stickler for the law well, even so, he has the current litigation, the civil suit, right? That cropped this would back be another, up. If like if it gets if it gets out, it would be bad for Walt. Like it would be good for Walt if he arrests Henry. Right. Yeah, that's true too. Because it would show that he doesn't, you know, favor his friends. Um, 
Although he has let a lot slide in the past. I feel like. Like the weird kind of one-shot storylines where the like someone gets murdered but it was like for because they were getting abused like he let them go like oh this will be an unsolved case or whatever yeah like the pa- the family yeah they remember the fat the farmer family where like the, the i think the wife did the wife help the husband kill himself oh the the lawyer oh, yeah. friend yeah yeah he let that one go that's true he did maybe because there was um, like Nobody knew anything but Walt. Yeah, you're maybe you're right. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll I, I worry for Walt and Henry. Sure. Because they haven't, like the last couple seasons, they haven't had much of a friendship on screen anyway. Like, I mean, LDP dumb. is like doing his own thing now on the show. Yeah, he is. He's going crazy, LDP. Mm-hmm. What's he thinking? Uh, how about Ferg not peeling out when he saw that he was boxed in? Seriously. You're boxed in on both ends. Hit the effing gas, you, are you turd. A, you are a police officer. Have you not watched a movie? What's he have, a ever? Dodge Charger? He's just he, going to put it in park I'm, I am it? almost 100% positive he could beat that big, that big rig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boxed in by a 16-wheeler that just came out of nowhere and a strange black van behind me. I'm going to put it in park and see what this is all about. <laughs> right, I'm, right transporting a heroin dealer what's the zero to 60 on that big rig <laughs> like if they gotta pull it out of park and put it in the first gear again oh god i was so angry when he did just he just sat there because it's like ferg will you just step up and like you can't run fast so drive fast like you can still be a ba police officer yeah. just do step it. up a little bit yeah i mean maybe like maybe Maybe the there it's like a fake flat tire scenario, and the the sixteen wheeler is like in the middle of the street, jack like curved, covering the whole street. And there's a guy like fixing a tire. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, let me put this in park here. And then the car comes up right. and like maybe rams him, and his keys fly out of his hand. You know <laughs> exactly. Let's put some more time into it. Director of photography over here. <laughs> but that's true. You're right. That's brilliant. Like yeah. Or, or fake an accident. Have the two of, like, the two things that he would have to stop. And then you pull mm-hmm. out the M16s on him. Right. I mean, maybe he maybe he does peel out in, in the, the first episode back. We just haven't seen it yet. But I didn't hear it pull out. I didn't. It's the car. <laughs> see, so you're, like, you pretty much know. You didn't hear it. We'll see. I didn't hear it. I gotta no, I mean, I haven't, that's the last episode I saw. Okay. So we're on the same page. We're on the same page. But but it, the season overall has been better. I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You know um, who I just saw? Uh, the love interest of Longmire. I she were going through the old workaholic seasons again. Mm-hmm. She was in. Do you do you watch workaholics? I haven't watched it all. Maybe the first. Oh, dang. Okay. She's in season two. Um. One of the characters starts dating an older woman from the the building owner and it was her she's got like black hair well and yeah it's just a really weird episode she like makes the what's his face do like crazy sexual things to her <laughs> <laughs> but i was like well that's longmire's girl i i did i remember looking up her up though last year or so and she's like been around she was like a you know 
hottie in the eighties. Like she was in, mm. she's been in movies for a long time. My. There was one that like really stood out as, um, I was like, whoa, that's that is her. Let me see. Let's look it up live. What's her name? Do you know? Allie Walker looks like. <laughs> the third suggested Google result was Allie Walker Young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was in a Universal Soldier. Oh, wow. Yeah. As like the girl, the main woman. Allie Twitter Walker. account, Allie Walker <laughs> 1. Allie Walker Young. <laughs> Uh, oh wow there's a i just accidentally clicked on videos and i don't know if it's a real video ally walker plastic surgery was a disastrous one heavens ally walker on conan 1998 i'm not gonna do that now but ally walker and kazam ally walker an episode of jake and the fat man wow how old is she Let's see. Let's look like it up. I, I wouldn't. I can't. 61. I wouldn't. Oh yeah, she. I think she looks great for sixty-one. I wouldn't presume that she had plastic surgery. I would just think that maybe she's like in. She's no. an aged woman. Technically, is it? Well, let's see. Two thousand six. She was born in sixty-one. Oh, she's fifty-five years old. She still looks good for fifty-five. I don't know. Anytime I do hangouts, my browser just takes a big dump. Can't load anything. Mm figures yeah browser dump Mm -hmm. classic (laughs) so uh i was on facebook again and i was you know i'm we're friends with uh scotty young we call him scotty and i saw a conversation between you and scotty young talking about a podcast idea where you and scotty you son of a watch underscore you guys watch band of brothers maybe for a period of time you guys could watch another movie and just discuss it talk to us when's this when's this getting started up now you're gonna stoke the fire going into the winter break and my plate was gonna be full once again look i just but i didn't you did it you started that rumor you started the fire you said dale and scotty I poured gasoline on it. You did. You you poured heaping steaming I mean, who, gasoline. Who listening right now wouldn't want to hear Scotty and Dale talk about Band of Brothers going through the series, Band of Brothers going through oh, you know man. miscellaneous uh, 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 Vietnam movies, you know, Apocalypse Now. Scotty and Dale watch Apocalypse Now. Oh, man. God, I would download that so fast my phone would explode. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you you owe it to the people. What? Yeah. I mean, believe me, I love the idea. Sure. But, you know, it's, I don't, I owe it to not turn it into another hashtag book jag, you know? (laughs) Like... I gotta be wary. I gotta tread lightly. You know. I gotta sure. know what I'm. It's getting. all fun and games, poking. You know, saying we should do this and this that podcast, but there's no time. We don't have any time. You know. I would What's love to us? do it, Scotty. What's and I? become of the three of us? You know. 
You know when we just we used to dream about just like having product, like having a brand and just upholding and doing shows and uh now our G chats are a barren wasteland. Yeah. Yeah. People developing algorithms so that an <laughs> auto reply bot Yeah just like, pops up, you know. I mean it's tough to stay. I don't know. I don't even know if that person whoever developed that bot for their G chats can win with a bot or without. They're <laughs> up S's Creek without a paddle. Whether they don't respond or they do respond. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's probably better not to because you know, it's just like just placating, you know? Yeah. Bot placation. Yeah. I imagine the scenario where this person just sees the message pop up and then flops the phone down and pushes it away. Marcus Red, Marcus Red, Marcus Red, Marcus Red. <laughs> that person probably had to mute the Instagram app on their watch. You know, they got song lyrics coming through every three right. seconds. Three lines yeah. were traded in the Instagram DM. Three simul- simultaneous lines within uh, seconds of each other for the first time ever. You know, bear in mind when two people who are on a computer all day started going hard in the Hangouts app, another person doesn't step in and be like, hey guys, because you quiet it down. Just let it happen because that's love and you guys it's need love. that time together. Right. Sure. It's love, but not the new love, not this new love. You know, not yeah, we need to recharge. Tapping love. the love breaks. Yeah. Tapping the bot breaks. Tapping the friendship breaks. You know? How about this vacation you got cooked up in the uh you know, the middle of uh was it up north north Pennsylvania you're planning here? Yeah, I don't know. I have um much business <laughs> in uh <laughs> Buffalo, New York. <clears throat> oh my word. And uh the thought process in my head was at the end Kayak. of the week have my family drive up like halfway to Buffalo. I meet them, turn it into like a, a Q4, 16 kind of thing, you know? Mm. So, you know, if you're, if you're, uh, if you want to turn it into something, you know, <laughs> you want to turn it into family Q4, 17, Q4, 16, but I gotta, I gotta work it out. I gotta work it out fast. Wow. You can do a Long Christmas weekend. at Knobles. Do they have it? I think I want to say they do. You'd have to ask uh, at Fatabadoobie. Fata She's mayor of uh, that city, I think, by this point, right? Elysburg? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was, it's mayor like Knobles. an hour north, northwest of there, ideally. But we'll see. Apparently there's a place near there. I was talking to her earlier. A place near there called Reptile Land. I know the kids. Oh, like she that. she did tell me his miss. I left that lab. Yeah, yeah. She, she, maybe they have uh, for Christmas. Reptile lands open, and I named it Hismus. <laughs> That's probably what they, they got any lakes out there. That's what I was uh, trying to find out. I got a line on a guy who follow, I follow on Twitter, who uh, went to college out there. So I've been working with him, getting the uh, you know the state parks, the lake situations. Mm. You know, if it's flurrying, snowy on oh a lake. Oh my god, I would I would lose lake. it. You kayaking I through would, a gentle snow. Just looking outside. Shower. Just looking outside god. warm with the a only fire. noise you could hear would just be the snow hitting the water. Oh my god. That's unbelievable. That's the idea. Q four sixteen. 
Dale, you put a pot of coffee on, you walk out of I the house. I saw a house with a pink Smell the crisp snow, walk in, the coffee's made. Are you following right, right, right now? You following me right kids, now? Kids will be there. Kids yeah. crawling up yourself. <laughs> Wanting to go home. We'll get, we'll we'll get one with more reliable. Their frog doesn't work there. <laughs> more reliable Wi-Fi so they can watch your dumb uh, fire yeah, that HDs. would be your worst, worst case scenario. You get there and the Wi-Fi's junk. Yeah. They and can't you, watch the marathon regret everything. of PJ Masks. Can't, you know. Yeah. So, you know, 